Welcome to the Impeccable Investor Podcast. In this episode, we're going over the five rules that the turtle traders follow to make $175 million in five years. So if you're curious how they did that and the step-by-step rules they follow to achieve that success, again, these are people who come from everyday backgrounds, teachers, people with no background in finance, math, or anything, and they achieve these results. And I'm going to share with you the exact rules they follow. So if you are curious and interested in that, stay tuned, and I'll get into it after the intro. Welcome to the Impeccable Investor Podcast. The strategies and secrets you will learn on this podcast will help you profit from the market with ease. Remember, if it's hard, then it's probably not right. Now, your host, that crazy stock guy, Austin Bully. All right, guys, let's jump straight into it. So again, there are five rules that the turtle traders followed. But before we get into those five rules that are going to help explain how they did it, I want to quickly tell you a story about who they are if you don't know who they are. So Richard Dennis is a legendary trend follower. He turned $5,000 into, I believe it was somewhere around $150 million, something crazy. Like He turned into like a ton of money, and he is a trend follower. So basically what he does is he looks for trends in the market, trends in stocks. He enters when the trends starts and he exit when the trend starts to weaken. And why is this? Well, because it's a very simple idea is that we invest our money in assets so that it increases in value and makes us money. We don't put our money in stocks that are decreasing or going down in value, hoping it's going to go up. We put our money where it will increase in value. And that's exactly what trend trading is. It's following the momentum, following the trend in stocks, knowing where those waves are happening, jumping in those waves and following that to make easy money because we're going with 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 the big money, with the hedge funds, with the firms, and we're going with those ways, and that's how you make a lot of money. And that's what he did, and so he is a legendary trend trader. Anyways, Richard Dennis, he bet his friend, he's like, you know what, this trend trading thing works. I bet if I gave just normal people my exact rules and systems that I use, that they would be just as successful. And his friend, who was also an amazing trader, said, you know what, I don't think that's possible. Like, I think you need to be a select type of person. I think you need to be smart. I think you need to have a finance background and stuff like that. So anyways, that's how the bet starts. So Richard Dennis was like, you know what? Screw you. Let's do this. And so what he did is he put up an ad and basically said, hey, I'm looking for traders. No prior experience required. And anyways, he ended up hiring 14 people that literally had like no background in finance. They were typical, normal, everyday people. They weren't super smart. They weren't previous finance backgrounds. They were just normal people who just wanted to apply to this role. So basically, he took these 14 people and he taught them five simple rules. And over the next five years, years. Again, he gave them money. So they did start from something they didn't start from like zero. But so he gave them some money. But over the next five years, they made $175 million in profit. Guys, that is literally insane. So much money was generated from these people in a five year period, just by being taught some simple trend trading rules. So again, guys, I'm a big believer that trend trading works. It works for me. It's worked for over the thousand people that I've taught it to. They've been able to generate consistent results. But now your question is probably like, okay, cool. So trend trading works. It's a thing. But like, what was their system and how did it work? So again, 
full transparency here, we don't know the exact rules Richard Dennis gave these people because of copyrights and secrecy, but there have been people who have dedicated their lives to studying the turtle traders, to studying Richard Dennis, and so this is the most accurate list of rules that we have. So I'm going to give you the rules as they have studied and found them, and then I'm going to break, break it down into a simple to follow three-step process. So let's get into it right now. So the five rules are this. Again, I'm going to say them, explain them, and then give a simpler version for it. Okay, so the first rule is look at stock prices over news and commentators. What does this mean? He means that the stock price, the stock chart should be one of your sole sources of information. You want to look at that chart and, fo uh, and, and follow it because the price action of the chart will show you everything. The people on the news and the commentators and the analysts, they don't actually know what they're saying. And we, this, we found this to be true. There's been a study that showed that stock analysts are only right 50% of the time. So that's the same thing as flipping a coin. So basically he's saying, look at stock charts, look at prices, and that will tell you more than the news and comments. Commentators. Rule number two, have parameters for buys and sells that are flexible. What does this mean? It means there is no hard buy signal. There is no hard sell signal. We do have an idea of the best time to enter and the best time to sell, but it really comes down to flex flat flexibility. So the trend trading system may say, okay, this is our ideal range to buy in, but it's up to you to decide where exactly you want to buy in. And so that is awesome because it leaves some flexibility for the person to understand what the stock is doing, to look at the volume and to give some more of a range. But you also have a system being like, okay, this is the ideal buy range. And so that's how trend trading works is having a flexible set of parameters for buys and sells. So you have some some leeway, but you're also follow, but you're also following a de a dedicated strategy, and I'll get into this a bit more after I get through the five rules. So rule number three is always plan for the downside, and so this is meaning that when you get into a stock, you have to understand there is a possibility that the stock will go against you, and if that is true, then we need to plan for the downside because the last thing you want to do, whether that's in life, but especially the stock market, is not know your downside risk because when that downside risk comes, like it always will, whether it's in your life, whether it's trading, it will throw you off guard. And so if you don't have a plan for it, you'll go crazy. And so yes, plan for the downside, have your stop losses and know what's going to happen in a worst case scenario so that if and when it does come, you're you're prepared and you're not free and you're not freaking out. Anyways, rule number four is use average true range to calculate volatility. Now, let me explain what this means. Vol vo volatility simply means how much that stock is moving, how volatile that stock is. For instance, Tesla would be way more volatile than Coca-Cola. Why? Because Coca-Cola moves 2% a day and Tesla moves about 10% a day. So again, you're using what is known as the average true range, which shows you how much a stock moves in a, in a typical day to calculate the volatility of that stock. And the reason why you want to know the volatility of that stock is because one, it helps you plan the downside and also helps you understand your risk. And so when you use that, it helps you determine how much that stock moves and what you can get from it and what you should look out from it. So that's basically, that's, that's basically a good understanding of how that works and why you want to understand your, vol your volatility rating. Rule number five is don't ever risk more than 2% on a trade. Now, this is something um, that, again, most of the world knows um, where it's all about risk management, right? Because it's all about uh, you may lose the battle, but you want to win the war. So it's all about taking those small losses because in the end, you will 
you'll have your winners that should far out exceed your losses. And so that's kind of how that works. So don't ever risk more than 2% on a trade. Now, what does that mean? That does not mean they have a 2% stop loss because you can't have a 2% a, a, a stop loss on some stocks. It means that you're picking three stocks, you're splitting your portfolio three times, and therefore you can have a larger stop loss on each, maybe about a 5% stop loss on each, and it totals out to about 2%. So that's kind of how that works. Anyways, those were his five rules. So I'm just going to repeat them one more time. I look at stock prices over news, have parameters for buys and sells that are flex that are flexible. Rule number three, always plan for the downside. Rule number four, use average to range to calculate volatility. And rule number five, don't ever risk more than 2% on a trade. All right, now let me get into the simple frameworks for this. I took this and I kind of broke it down. And so let's do this. So my, my rules for this is rule number one, make sure the stock is trending up. How do we determine if a stock is trending up? Well, if you go to the stock chart and you look at it over five years, you want to make sure it's going from the bottom left-hand corner to the top right-hand corner, aka over a long time, over a long term, uh, you're seeing the stock continually go, go up in price. Now, there are a couple of caveats to this. One, make sure the stock is stair-stepping up. Make sure the stock over that period is slowly inching up. Where it goes up, it comes down. It goes up, it comes down. It goes up and comes down and slowly makes its way higher. You don't want to invest in a stock that is uptrend, is literally going straight up and shooting up like a parabolic curve because that won't last. You're looking for a solid, consistent uptrend that has highs and lows and is slowly going up. Okay, so that is my rule number one. Make sure the stock is trending up. Rule number two is buying on the dip or buying on the breakout. So again, Again, how that works is the breakout is where you're buying above a resistance level and the dip is where you're buying where the stock dips. Now, again, it's very safe to buy dips on trending stocks because overall you're following that move and getting on a dip is buying in at a great level. So that's kind of how that works. And rule number three is use a stop loss. So again, by default, you want to use a 3% stop loss on the stock because that's just a good default level, but it should change based on how volatile that stock is. And again, there's so many different levels you can use. I personally use Use a mix of the historical volatility with with standard deviation to calculate that. But again, there are so many different ways to determine the official stop loss. So, anyways, just a recap of my three simple rules: one, make make sure the stock is trending up; two, buy the dip or buy the breakout; and three, set a stop loss. That's kind of kind of my rules for it. Anyways, if you want to learn more about the Turtle Traders, learn more about my step-by-step -step trend following system, how it works, and you want to see examples and you want to see it played out. I can show you all that and more, for instance, like the exact criteria I use to find breakout stocks before they explode, all in my free web class. So this web class is completely free. And for those who attend, not only do I show you step-by-step step step my strategy and so much more, but I also will give you a free ultimate stock list that shows you all the best trending stocks. So trust me, if you're interested in trend following, you're gonna wanna check out this free masterclass. It's actually linked in the description below. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If if you liked this and you like having step-by-step -step plans for things, especially in the stock market, make sure you follow this podcast. Anyways, see you next week for the next episode.